Welcome to another episode of Breezy Banter. I'm Josh. And I'm Ellie. And today we are talking about Disney. Yeah, we are. Very, very birthday episode for Ellie. Only only three months late. It's fine. <laughs> it's close enough. So happy birthday, Ellie. Happy birthday! <laughs> but we're talking about Disney. Um, I have no idea where this is fully going to go. I figure best place to start is probably just like what are our favorite like Disney movies and stuff. Yeah, I was going to ask like what our favorite Disney movies were. So, um, okay. And I'm thinking more like uh, let's at least for now stick with stuff that Disney made rather than just yeah. stuff they own. I figured right, we could we'll talk that, that later. <laughs> later. Uh, do we also specifically want to like stick with just specifically Disney, and we can get into Pixar and stuff later too? Because that's also. Um, I count Pixar. Okay, I was like, because but... I was like, most of the stuff is released as Disney Pixar, but it is technically a company that they own. You know. Yeah, it is technically a company they own, and I think it's worthy of its own discussion later. So, like, we can just start with, like, truly Disney. No, that um, makes sense. And move to okay. Pixar. Yeah. So, what are your favorite Disney movies? Do we want to do, like, uh, let's do, like, maybe three each? Yeah, from, like, I was the, maybe a top three. From, um, like, the stipulations we gave a second ago. Right. Um, so definitely Beauty and the Beast is my top, one yep. of my top. Um, Lilo and Stitch. Um, Ooh, good choice. Be another top. Um, and I think it's harder to fill like the third spot because those two like fight for first place all the time in my mind. Whereas like third place could be almost any like <laughs> other Disney fair. movie. Fair. But I'm not gonna lie, it might be it might be Frozen. Because when Frozen came out, that sounds basic as fuck. But like we're talking about Disney, so it doesn't matter. But like when it came out, <laughs> it had me thinking like, is this my new favorite movie from Disney? And I don't know that it is That's or fair. that it was. But like I have a good time every time I watch it. So I'm like, okay, maybe it is. I don't know. Okay, so I think I think my favorite is Aladdin. I always associate you with Aladdin. It's just got just got a really special place in my heart for a lot of reasons. For one, it was just like that was just like my movie growing up I literally watched it like all the time um and then also like had the like direct to VHS like sequels and stuff and I haven't seen those in since I was a kid but I liked them when I was a kid I liked the like little TV show and stuff but the original movie just holds a really soft place in my heart and then when I was like really when I was in like late elementary in the middle school, uh, Aladdin was like the first musical I was in. Ooh, okay. 
Um, and I didn't have a huge part, like as for the musical numbers, I was like just kind of part of the chorus, but, but I was like one of Jafar's guards. So I did have a good amount of like speaking lines that were just like funny, like fun kind of ones. Oh, nice. Um, and being in that musical version of it back then is actually part of why I like don't like the live action remake. There's a lot of reasons I don't like the live action remake oh, and like most yeah, of the live is... action remakes in general. But right, a big part of the reason is because that musical gave like Jasmine her own song too, but it was like a reprise of like um Oh god, the song is like blanking for me, but it it was a reprise of like the song where she's like running away from the marketplace with Aladdin. And it was like okay. really short, but it was just really beautiful. And it was her just being like talking about like how everybody hates him, but she doesn't see why, because like he's a prince to her. And that's like before he actually turns himself into a prince and stuff. And I it like I really like it and it holds a soft spot in my heart. And I think her song in the movie is good and stuff, but it's just like it doesn't it it doesn't feel as meaningful to me for whatever reason. No, I get what you mean though. Like the remake song they gave her is good, but it feels very much like they were just like, We need to give Jasmine a song. Right. And then they didn't like put any like any like excessive thought into it after that you know so no, I, I know what you mean so that was kind of a long tangent just to say like that's my favorite one it still holds a really soft spot for me I know there's a lot of issues with it looking back and like just that whole like Disney Renaissance era thing of they were like mashing like six different cultures together and pretending it was like one place and right. that's definitely like kind of problematic but the music is really good. Obviously, it has like phenomenal voice acting and music. So I really like that one. Then, oh god, my other two, I would say, this is going to be kind of a weird deep cut pick. Okay. But it's another one that I watched a lot as a kid and that I watched again kind of recently in actually, you know, scratch all of that. I'm picking a different <laughs> other two. I was going to say George of the Jungle and I do love it, but it's not in my top three. So I think my second one um, and it stands out to me because I think it's the first movie that ever made me cry. And that is the original Pete's Dragon. Oh, you know what? I haven't actually seen Pete's Dragon. It, it ruined my entire life. <laughs> I get that. But in a good way. And then we are including Pixar for like this part of it, right? Like right. we're just including that. So then definitely my other favorite and these are kind of all tied um i did it's definitely a tie between this one and aladdin and that is my last one is finding nemo 
Oh, a perfect movie. It, it, it like literally. That's there's nothing else to be said. It is literally a perfect movie to me. Right. Um, <laughs> so you know, I totally get what you meant about like Aladdin though, and explaining it being your favorite because like I remember connecting um with like Beauty and the Beast so much because like Belle has brown hair. Um <laughs> like which is like now looking back, it felt so nice and like I don't know it just must be like and it's just one of those things where I'm like so glad that they are making like more princesses of color because like literally changed my life to have a princess that had brown hair <laughs> as a kid and I'm like I like feel like it probably feels so good to be like included in something so massive um yeah that's fair for, like, little kids um at least I like. I hope it does, cause like I feel like especially they're doing like a lot better about like being culturally accurate rather than like as much um, as like it is so fun. Like no, and I would say yes and no. They are being better about it. It's yeah, because I know there's been some stuff that's gotten praised for being good about it, like Moana, and then some stuff. Um, like Rhea and the Last Dragon that is being torn apart for being like again like Aladdin, just a mishmash of like several different cultures, and then putting a hat on it being like this it's Southeast Asian. Asian representation, and it's like well that's like thirty countries. So, so maybe pick one, but yeah, I, I struggle. I watched it and it was fine. Okay. But like I was like I had I do not see it like But then okay, I'm just gonna throw out a few more that are like significant to me to sort of like round out I guess a top six for me. So that would be I will put George of the Jungle back in there just because it's incredible. It's literally the funniest movie I've ever seen. Um Then it would be the Tigger movie, because, again, one of the first movies to ever make me cry. Oh, that movie ruined my life. No, because I was literally, like, four, like, sobbing in the movie theater. (laughs) And then the last one, and this was one I actually didn't see until, like, high school. But I really, really love Treasure Planet. Mmm. Yeah, I knew that like, you loved Treasure Treasure Planet. Um, I still haven't seen it. We will rectify that. Okay. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, I mean, it, it's just a like many movies have done before. It's like a retelling of Treasure Island, but it is like sci-fi, and it's a very kind of unique sci-fi aesthetic, which is, I think, why I like really, really like it. That's fair. Um, I but. also I have a couple more that I would say would be yes, like up in favorites. So like, it sounds silly, but like the first like Goofy movie is so good. Understandable. Like, 
I don't dislike the second one. I love the second one, but I love the first one. Right. So much. And then also, um, because you brought up Pixar, up, there's a character named Ellie. That stuck with me. <laughs> of course. Like, Very good movie. Also a fucking good movie. Makes me sob every time. Like, yeah. Oh my god. That movie really like ruins my life. But Pixar's Pixar, just good at that. Pixar is yeah, Pixar's really good at making people cry. Yeah, they just somehow like not every Pixar movie makes me cry, but a lot of them. No, but a lot of them do. Um, so yeah, pick like gosh, what I'm like, what a good movie. Stuck with me because there's a character named Ellie who's hardly in the movie, but still like so important to the plot. And I right. love that. Um, I was also obsessed with Wally too. Mm. For like a good long choice, time. Good choice. Just because I love robots. If anybody likes No, that's a great movie. Little robots do little robot things and learn about and watch a movie about like how we're gonna like ruin the earth. <laughs> like that's your movie. Right. Um, and you picked a really good one with Finding Nemo, like Finding Nemo's No, like I said, I literally just that is one of the I mean, I have a whole other podcast like dissecting movies and stuff. And it's like Finding Nemo is literally one of, if not like the only movie that I literally would not change a single thing about it. Like, like it is genuinely just like flawless. I No, it's so good. <laughs> um, or like, I'm very, very close to that. With like Lilo and Stitch, which I've mentioned is one Lilo of and Stitch is very, very good too. It's so so good. It I saw that in theaters. Ruined yes, my I life. I did too. Um but like I would say the one thing that if I could change it, I would I would add back in that deleted scene where like the sirens um like go off because Lilo like convinces everyone like on the beach that like you know, there is going to be, like, a hurricane. And, oh like, God. they're going to And it's, like, such a good character moment, partly because it shows, like, tourism and how it, like, affects Hawaii. Um, yes. Like, it also, like, is a really good character moment for Lilo, but, like, specifically, it gives, like, Stitch this, like, moment where he, like, kind of understands Lilo more because he's, like, She's also like crazy. Like he's like this girl like gets it, you know. And it's right. like it's like <laughs> the one thing I would like change about that movie is like I wish that they had like added not that. deleted it. Not yeah, because it's like not even fully made. It's like but they like animated it. Was storyboarded, it. yeah. Yeah, it's just storyboarded. So like it's not quite there. But like I would have added that scene in because I would have been like bitch that's like important and it's only a couple extra seconds like we should have that in there yeah but other than that like what a good movie really makes me cry like now like it didn't really as a kid but like I don't think I completely understood 
like how sad the premise was. <laughs> like yeah. as a kid either. It was like too complex. No, as a kid you're just like stitching this girl are so crazy. It's so funny. <laughs> exactly. And it still is really funny, but like Right, but there's a lot of sadness in it like, too. Sadness too in it. And like I like movies kind of with that balance too of like Right. Humor and sadness. <laughs> so like right up my alley and any movie with an alien <laughs> like good enough good <laughs> like <laughs> i see an alien <laughs> i'm going to have a good time probably <laughs> okay so then so this is some of our favorite movies um let's talk about and then we can circle back to like other things and stuff that we do like, but let's talk about the things we don't like about Disney for a minute here. And this might take a minute. There's a yeah, there's a decent there's, amount. There's so much. <laughs> um, I especially currently don't like how they basically own everything. Uh, that yeah, is super fucked bad. up. Not even and like as a kid, not something I was necessarily seeing coming. Like. You know, it was no. like, because, like, all they really did was make movies, and, like, yes, they, like, paired with Pixar and, like, kind of owned Pixar, but, like, I wasn't, like, thinking, like, oh, they're gonna just start buying every other franchise. <laughs> no, exactly, and I think stuff. it helps that, like, when we were growing up was definitely kind of the golden age of, like, DreamWorks, so Disney had, like, steady, regular competition. Right. It, so it was harder to see the monopoly of it all coming. Um, right? And I definitely don't like that. Um, I really don't like that they haven't done anything 2D animated since like 2008 or whenever Princess and the Frog came out. Yes, um, because the last one that came out was the Winnie the Pooh movie in 2D. And then they completely stopped. Um, after that, they have said that it's going to come back. Oh, They've been saying that for a few years, but um, it's like I'll believe it when I see it, you know? Because, yeah, I definitely need it. Like, I will be dying if I, I will be passing away if they don't make another 2D animation. No, because for one, 2D animation is just, I think there's just a lot more you can do with it on some levels. Yeah. Just like Definitely artistically, so but also just like there's less limitations in terms of like the fantastical elements and stuff, I think. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. But also because, and they are getting better about it, but for a solid, I feel like like eight years or something, it was like they were releasing all their 3D animated stuff and it all looked exactly the same and this is talking about the main like disney animation studios this is not pixar <laughs> no no well because that was my thing almost pixar they, like... and that's the thing too is most of their stuff that is like the much better looking 3d animation is pixar yes pixar is gorgeous because it's um... like sorry but like elsa and anna and rapunzel and let's be honest even raya all look the same. They all have the exact same face with the new coat of paint. Yes. Also, like, I wish that they would do more, like, 
stylized movies. Yes. With Disney, where I mean, like obviously it is a style what they've been doing with like the princess movies. But I no, but I want differing styles. Super diverse ones, though. Right. Because like, think about like I just remembered one of probably one of the other great great Disney movies that I sometimes forget about until someone reminds me. But like Meet the Robinsons, fucking great Mm. movie. It's so stylized, though. Like, it doesn't look like any other, like, 3D animated movie. And I wish that they would, like, keep that up with, like, if they're going to choose 3D as their medium, I just want it all to look super different different every time. Yeah, I agree with that. But they don't be doing that. Um... I don't like that a lot of their movies also just have like, and this is more on the, we were talking about things that they own side of things, but I don't like that like so much of like the Marvel and the Star Wars and like, but it extends to some of their animated and stuff too, but it's just like so much of the tone and everything feels like exactly the same all the time. Mm-hmm. And I will say the MCU is the biggest criminal in this factor but it has like bled from the MCU into their other stuff especially noticeably Star Wars in my opinion and that is that it's like they have they all have this like weird tonal thing where it's like anytime it could start to get serious or poignant they make like really stupid jokes yeah they do that. And I know that's talked about. There are people on YouTube you can watch who will go into much better explanations of like the problems within the MCU and stuff, but it's like like again, they can explain it better than I can. So go watch those because there are a lot of issues and it is starting to affect like Hollywood as a whole and I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> and I say that as somebody who likes a lot of the Marvel movies and like has fun with them but it's just like they should not be allowed to be like the precedent for like what a hollywood movie should be like no exactly well because like (laughs) i feel like especially with what's happening with the mcu as much as i do have a good time watching those movies um (laughs) they're so same samey because i feel like they're just making them to like make money which is like yeah which Obviously, is an issue. <laughs> yes, you do want to make money because it's a movie. However, I would rather watch like a movie maybe be like, I don't know, like unique <laughs> and like try something right. different rather than <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly you though. actually like cared and wanted it to be good rather than watch the same movie with just different <laughs> like slight differences <laughs> every time. <laughs> no exactly like it gets as much as I enjoy it it does get boring like I don't know that I could like sit down and watch a bunch of Marvel movies right now just because like I'd start to be like this is literally the same movie over and over no and I will say I think I enjoy the Star Wars movies just like overall more than the Marvel movies Mm mm-hmm but 
you could definitely feel the MCU's effects like creeping in on the sequel trilogy as it was being released. Yeah, I definitely know what you mean. So, and that's not being me being like the sequel's bad because I'm like, guess what? All Star Wars is bad. Grow up. But... Yeah, Star Wars bad. <laughs> I say that as a huge, huge Star Wars fan. It's like. We didn't get around to it, but my birthday episode was literally just going to be Star Wars. So, yeah, like, Star Wars is very fun. I I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Star Wars is all bad. But anyways. Exactly. Um, no, and I also, I guess we kind of touched on this already, but like Disney is not the greatest when it comes to being inclusive. And I'm not the greatest. I mean, evil and bad. They don't have a good track record. They have a new first gay character every three days. Yep. At this point. First new gay character, and then it's literally, like, not not at all. First of all, it's, like, not anything, and second of all, it's, like, not the first one. It's, like, maybe the first one in this movie. But... (laughs) Right? But... They have a very bad track record with inclusiveness. Um, Very, very bad. Like going back to Walt Disney himself, track record with racism. Yeah, exactly. Like very racist. Again, looking at you, Walt Disney, but also looking at like Pocahontas. Yeah. um, Looking at honestly Mulan. Like, looking back on it, like, I enjoy that movie, but there are some very blatant stereotypes. Right. Um, And, like, I could continue on. And that's not to say that they are always bad. Like, the thing is with a huge company like this, like, a lot of movies aren't going to have the same, like, creative direction or, like, writing or anything like that. Right. But I'm talking just track record as a whole. And again, they are making steps, but there's still a lot of issues. There's still a lot of Like, again, I already talked about Raya and, like, it being just a mishmash of things. There was also, like, on my TikTok and stuff, a lot of criticism of Encanto from, like, actual Colombian people because it was, like, just not really like for one it was not actual Colombian history at all obviously it's like a magic movie but also it was very like a lot of it was very more like Mexican culture is like what I've seen a lot okay and they kind of did that just to make it like more palatable to like white audiences because white people know Mexico more than Colombia mm, yeah and that's not to say that that's like that some of these movies are like bad or anything that is like Pocahontas that is bad I will say that okay. one like Pocahontas that is bad but but a lot of these other movies aren't bad but they're misguided or they're yeah. like or they're like just not doing enough of the research and stuff right like I I know that like especially but for, again like... they are making steps Moana from everything I saw, was very well received. Yeah. Um, Coco was very well received from what I saw, and is just 
the movie that heartbreaking. makes you <laughs> not be alive anymore, but because it's good. Yeah, we're not going to go into that anymore because that movie is like, I literally cannot watch it. No, it's... <laughs> and that's, okay. again, fantastic movie. Uh, hits extremely, extremely close to home for me. Yeah, exactly. Like, we'll not be watching that movie. Like, But... <laughs> But they're definitely, they're very much like one step forward, two steps back. It feels like sometimes, like, like just, and this is not a specific to Disney issue. It's just Disney has so much invested in everything that it's really obvious with Disney. And a lot of other companies do this too, but it's like, they want the brownie points for like, diversity and like inclusivity and but they don't actually want to like put the work in to like actually tell those kinds of stories no they don't and this is even going at some of the ones i've praised some like a lot of those were still very much written by like white or at the very least american people exactly and also again a lot of praise for Moana. Uh, they should not have had Lin Manuel Miranda writing or singing on that soundtrack. No, right. <laughs> like he, uh, that was one thing about so that, like, yes, he did write the music, but they did not let him sing at all. And I was like, God, I wish that was the same for Moana. <laughs> you know, this should be the same for everything he's ever had a hand in. Like this I is don't... a Lin, this is a Lin Manuel Miranda hate podcast. Yeah, and I don't even dislike his writing. <laughs> no, I, his I, his, like his songwriting is not bad. But I don't like his voice. <laughs> like, He's not I a good like, singer. Stop. Like, like I don't need to be hearing it. Like his songwriting is fine. I do not like him. <laughs> but anyways, um could really like continue to go on with a lot of the issues but we'll halt there on those for now just because like that could be a whole episode in and of itself and maybe will be someday but (laughs) but so let's transition to we talked about our favorite movies what are some of your favorite like tv shows because as Two white Midwestern children. We grew up with the Disney Channel. We did grow up with Disney Channel. Oh, that's um, So that's really probably where I'm gonna like pull my shows from. Maybe a little from Disney Plus. They've had some pretty good shows since their launch, but right. I'm gonna start with uh, one of the greatest. Disney Channel shows to ever do it. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I was literally also going to say Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Because I and I rewatched it like recently, and it held up. It's really funny. It's a especially. I think, like, obviously, I don't have a twin, but just having siblings, it's so relatable. And I would kind of. I'm not necessarily going to put it on my list, but alongside that for like the sibling representation, Wizards of Waverly Place held up really well too. But I do think Sweet Life of Zack and Cody was a little bit better just because it was like funny-er. Like Wizards of Waverly Place could be funny, but Wizards of Waverly Place could get like really serious sometimes. And that's not a bad thing. 
but no, it's not. But so Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, that's going to be like these are not in any particular order. I don't know like what my favorite favorite necessarily is, but but Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, my next pick would be Phineas and Ferb, of course. Anyone oh. who knows me knows. That's because Phineas and Ferb <laughs> The girls who know, know. Yeah, the girls who didn't get it. That is literally just... Like, scratch my earlier statement, that probably is my favorite one. Just because it's so inventive, it's so funny. The music slaps. I love how it, like... As it like continued to run, they would like start to like play with like the like recurring jokes and stuff and like do different things with them and stuff. And it's just like I literally that is like Finding Nemo is like a perfect movie. Phineas and Ferb is like at least close to a perfect TV show. Yeah. I don't know that I'd a hundred percent say it's perfect, but it's it's definitely up there in like the greatest of all time. No, it it really is though. It's a very very good show. And then I got to think of my last one. Are you basically in agreement so far with your own list? Yeah, so far <laughs> we're pretty much like on the same page. I'm trying to think. This is hard. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. I think oh. I might put it. Oh, what did you think? Can I count something that is like sort of that is like semi retroactively a Disney show because of their acquisitions? Sure. Because it's. It didn't start a Disney show, but the last season of it was Disney. And that's going to be Star Wars The Clone Wars. Okay. For a lot of reasons, partly, like, it added so much to, like, the Star Wars, like, mythos and the canon and everything. It also added Ahsoka, who is, like, maybe my favorite Star Wars character. Um, And it also was doing, like, really, really interesting things with 3d animation in like the 2000s it was on cartoon network when it started so that's why i had to like add the stipulation of it's like retroactively a disney show but but they did finish the show so i'm still gonna like count it just to round out my list because i do really really like star wars the clone wars Ooh, okay it was either that or if people won't count that, then I would say The Mandalorian. I also really, really enjoyed because it like married Star Wars and like the Western serials I like grew up watching with my grandma. So, oh, okay. But either way, it's a Star Wars show. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think right, but like, it really, really good one that later got added to Disney, so it counts. Not, sorry, that was for the Clone Wars. The Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian is a Disney Plus 
original, but like, I knew that, but I was just meaning. Well, yeah, my brain no, went yeah. like backwards to the Clone Wars, and then I was like, okay. No, I understand. <laughs> um, I would probably add just to like talk about ones that you didn't talk about. I probably would yeah. add wizards because I didn't know it was gonna hold Fair. up that well when I rewatched it. No, and that it's that is very funny. like true. Zach and Cody is very funny, whereas like, but Wizards was so good at being somehow serious, despite being yeah. like a dumb. Uh, like no of of the stuff that I have rewatched since like Disney Plus was a thing, and I could just like start rewatching some of that stuff. And I would, even though I put it above it, I would say Wizards has held up like the best of what I've rewatched. That's fair. I've, yeah, I've thought it held up very well. Like the writing, oh. the acting, all of that is actually like really good. Like it again, really I'm, I'm still putting Sweet Life of a Sweet Life above it just because it's so stupid funny. But like, yes. but I definitely can agree with wizards i will say of that era of like disney channel shows the one that's held up the worst hannah montana yeah honestly it is not good which is so (laughs) weird to me because like at the time i thought hannah montana was like so good (laughs) no exactly like she was that girl at that time and one of my favorites at the time but i started re-watching it and i could only get through like a few episodes and i know a lot of those shows get better as they go along, but I didn't have to like wait for it to get better with Sweet Life or Wizards, right? Or That's a Raven. So like, oh, I need to watch that show again because Hannah good. Montana just—it was just not working for me. I don't know. Yeah, I get that. Um, and then... there's like aspects of it that will always be iconic and great, but yeah. Um, a show that I didn't. That was honestly later on Disney Channel. Um, okay. But like I got obsessed with in college was, and I'm still obsessed with it. They just, they put it on Disney Plus, but not till like later, which was weird. I thought, I don't know why they like waited to put it on Disney Plus. But Wander right. Over Wander is a very cute show. Um, it's just Yes, and I have not seen it yet. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's a really like if you just want like a comfort show where like um pretty much everything is just like soft and bubbly and like uh it's the same creator as um Foster's Imaginary Home. Oh, um, I love Foster's Home. That that's not Disney, but I love Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Yes, that show is so good, and he it's the same creator. Um, okay, Wander. And yeah, Wander is just like a very like a pretty soft like show. I feel bad because yeah. it wanted one more season, but we're not approved. Um, Disney yeah. Channel really strict in that it wants two seasons for an animated show, unless it gets super insanely popular, like Phineas and Ferb did, or almost unfortunately now I think um <laughs> Star versus the Forces of Evil. Like, because <laughs> I really did stick it out. I thought it was okay. Good. Speaking <laughs> of Phineas and Ferb, and I think maybe Star versus the Forces of Evil aired there too. But we've we've been talking about Disney Channel. We gotta a t- we gotta talk about Disney XD for a second. Yes, yeah. because oh, that was I, insane. I, 
really get to watch Disney XD. I didn't oh, either. Like the yeah. overlap of like the brief time we had satellite and like Disney XD's peak was very brief for me. Right. So, but what an insane little tan- side channel they created! It was that was literally like the Disney Channel rejects channel. That's where Phineas and Ferb moved after season two. Yes. Um, I, I, I think that's where Star versus the Forces of Evil aired, but I could be wrong. No, I'm pretty sure it was Disney XD. I think you're right. But they also had like insane. I remember Zeke and Luther, which was like remember Zeke a and skater Luther. show. Skater show that's insane. And then in a reverse, Phineas and Ferb kicking it started on Disney XD and then moved to the main channel. Oh, okay. But I also remember their like insane little weird lineup of like Saturday cartoons. They had like Kick Batowski and like all these like really weird kind of inappropriate shows. Cause Disney XD was also branded as being like the like cool, like edgy Disney channel. It was definitely like for the like you're like 13 or 14 and you're too old to watch Disney Channel. You know what I mean? Right. Also, this is the most insane Disney XD like lore that I know. The first four seasons of Naruto Shippuden aired on Disney XD in America originally. Weird. That's <laughs> Which weird. just feels like made up, but I swear to God it's real. That's fucking crazy, but I believe and you. Like, that's insane. It, that was because Disney XD had its own, like, Cartoon Network had Toonami. So Disney XD had their own little, like, rival anime block where they had, like, Shippuden, whatever the, like, most recent Digimon season was at the time, and, like, maybe one or two other things, but very strange. Disney that, XD yeah. was, was wild. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's still around, but yeah, I don't know if it's still around either. I do remember it vaguely, and I and Disney XD replaced Toon Disney. Yes, right. Which is why a lot of those cartoons were on there because it used to just be Toon Disney. But um, okay, what 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 questions are burning at the back of your mind still, Ellie? Um, we didn't, okay, well, we talked a lot about Disney Channel, but not the Disney Channel movies. Um uh, <laughs> The fucking DCOMs. Uh, I think off the top of my head, without even thinking about it hard, I'm like, the High School Musical movies are fucking my Life-changing. Favorite. Literally life-changing. Have and probably always will be my favorite. Like, you're just <laughs> insane yeah sorry Um, that was a really aggressive (laughs) sneeze it hurt (laughs) (laughs) no yeah like not necessarily like held up in a way of like (laughs) oh these are so good but held up in a way that's like these are all batshit (laughs) they're camp they're camp (laughs) sort of like um sky high like Fucking oh, love that Sky changed high. me. Like, yeah, Sky High. Like, that was for the girlies. Which, again, <laughs> we have discussed this before, and I will bring it up again. Sky High is not a decom. 
Oh, that's it was right. It's in not. theaters. It was in theaters. And so but was the. So was High School Musical 3. High School Musical 3 is not a DCOM. It's not a DCOM either. (laughs) I always forget these things that they're. No, it's. Because they they should be DCOMs, but they're not. Yeah, because they're like. Although, to be fair, Sky High needed to be a theatrical release because it needed the budget. So I guess High School Musical 3 also needed the budget. Right. They needed the budget. Like, they got it. They had it. My. Okay. My favorite decoms. Halloween Town. Ah, uh, Halloween. Halloween. That just Slap. changed the game. That was also one of the earliest ones, and it really set the precedent. It really did. Like, she's and that- then I would have to say uh, definitely, like, I'd put the High School Musical movies in there. Um, the thirteenth year had a profound impact on me, of course, because I wanted to be a merman when I grew up. Right. Yes. Um. Oh, you know what though? Lemonade mouth. Oh, lemonade mouth is so good. Lemonade mouth is incredible. We also have to talk about Teen Beach movie. Listen, if you guys haven't watched <laughs> Teen Beach movie, you you have to. It's bonkers. Like it's one of the most insane movies I've ever seen. Like I said that about High School Musical, but this is on a different level. It it, High School Musical literally has nothing on Teen Beach movie in terms of like insanity. No, because like at least it has it has it has literally everything on Teen Beach movie in terms of like songs and a plot. (laughs) Yes, um, but like. Teen Beach movie is such a fun movie. Like it's a blast. I mean, it it is pure camp. Pure camp and like very like unintentionally homosexual. No, like, and I was just about to say that Teen Beach Two is the gayest movie ever made. Oh, definitely. Teen Beach Two is literally <laughs> like that's queer. Like sorry, that's queer culture. Exactly. Like, I can't explain it. It just is. Literally too insane. Oh, Camp Rock. Oh my god. I love Camp Rock. Camp Rock is a really fun franchise in the DCOM hat because the original is actually, like, genuinely really good. Yes, it holds up. And then the second one is, like, the worst movie I've ever seen. But in a funny like, way, but it's so bad. Not that long ago, we were both like, what is this? Also, not this year, but last year, we watched Luck of the Irish on St. Patrick's Day. That movie... And that is one of the funniest movies of all time. It's like, so funny! <laughs> everything... I did not process the insanity of that at all, watching it as, like, a child. No, and it's, like, because I kind of only sort of remembered it before we watched it. Right, it was definitely one of those ones that was just, like, on TV, and you're like, okay. (laughs) But, yeah, and so, like, watching it all the way through, like, consciously as an adult, I was like, what the fuck is going on? So funny. (laughs) So funny. Oh my god. But 
thinking about it. I'm going to add, this is like an aside, but I'll let our listeners in on it. So like one of Ellie and I's like viewing goals once we move in together, as we talked about a few episodes ago, is like all of Drag Race. Yes. I think another goal we should set is all decoms. Yes, I think so too. I think think both would be. Very. They're honestly, they're honestly the same energy. Yeah, they really are. (laughs) No wonder we turned out the way we did. (laughs) But (laughs) any other burning topics related to Disney here? Uh, I was also thinking, like, when I think of like Disney, right? I also think of like songs, and it might be like hard to like favorite but like if you have like I don't know if there's any like that just come to mind or like I know that like Aladdin's your favorite movie but like do you have like a favorite from Aladdin do you want just my favorite song from that or do we want to do like a top five or maybe top top ten five or ten or whatever of just like favorite Disney songs I honestly think I can probably pick a top ten pretty quickly hold on yeah because like there's quite a few songs like <laughs> let's see here so I'll just start from Aladdin I really like I'm actually not going to go with like the obvious whole new world I really like Prince Ali Good. I think it's an incredibly fun song. It's so fun. Uh, my next pick would be Go the Distance from Hercules. Ooh. Then I would say uh Two Worlds, One Family from Tarzan. Yes, very good. With the, like, asterisk of, like, actually just the whole Tarzan soundtrack, but that's the one I will choose. (laughs) Because that soundtrack, literally, nothing will ever hold a candle to it. I'm sorry. It's such a good-looking soundtrack. Then, so that's three. So then... I'll say How Far I'll Go from Moana. I really, really love How Far I'll Go. It's definitely an easy favorite for me from that movie. Yeah. Um, then I would say... Oh, let's see. Oh, actually, kind of forgot it was a Disney movie, but then I will say, what's this from Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, heck. Because that is the ultimate, that's like the scene where it like marries Halloween and Christmas, and it's also just a really good song. Right. So there's five. Then I'm going to start coming in with some of the like, 
very funny or just like deep cuts here, but my next one, just because it sticks out in my memory so much to this day is the Rascal Flats cover of Life is a Highway for Cars. Because it's so fucking good. Exactly, because it slaps. So, so life is a highway. Specifically, the Rascal Flats version created for cars. Then, are we counting like just like the credits songs? Oh yeah, of course. Okay, so then when can I see you again? Owl City, Wreck It Ralph soundtrack. Oh, that one's so good. I have it on playlist. So there's seven. Then. Um, I think I gotta give it to it. I'm gonna say "Let It Go" from Frozen. I it's it's very very good. That's also gonna be on my list because, like, um, it it's just a very good song. I know it got popular, but it got popular for a reason. She was that. Then I'm gonna say "I See the Light" from Tangled. Uh. That one's also on my list. Like that song, it's incredible. It like changed my life. Rapunzel and Flynn Rider changed my life. And then I just gotta pick one more. Let's see. I think. Excuse me. Give me just a second. I gotta really think for this last one. Okay. No, that's very valid. I think my last one is Breaking Free from High School Musical. Okay, but like, good choice. <laughs> no, exactly. I was like thinking and thinking, but I was like, that song lives rent free in my mind. That is like my go to like shower singing song <laughs> to this day. So, like, I got to give it to it. We are soaring and we are flying and we are breaking free. So yeah, there's there's my top ten, always subject to change. This is obviously more on the spot. If I had time to really hash it out, it would probably look a little different, but but I'm not mad about that top ten. No, like that's a really good So let's get your top ten and that'll be a good place to wrap up because we're at about an hour. Yeah, we're getting close. Uh, so I don't know if these are going to be like in a specific order necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to start with Be Our Guest, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, of course, of course. What a banger, honestly. Like, 
I like how, well, I guess I don't know if you're going to choose more Beauty and the Beast or not, but my first thought is like, I like how we both chose the non-romance song from like our favorite one. No, I don't think I'm going to put the song Beauty and the Beast on this list, but I love that song. Like, I do. Oh, it's love a beautiful that. song, but like, my first thought when I think of Beauty and the Beast soundtrack is absolutely be our guest. Yes, that's kind of where my mind went. They too. ate. <laughs> they ate. And then, um, I mean, you already I guess said literally game. since it's the feast creation <laughs> song. <laughs> anyways, sorry, sorry. No, no. So you already said these two, but like I gotta give it to let it go. She was the moment. Um, yeah, like she was for, the moment. Um, I see the light. I like move. I'm like moved to tears, but like <laughs> the romance of like that. Her, no, that is like the like, Disney the romance graphic. song. Um. And then another song that I, this is not even close to my favorite movie, but like this song comes to my mind anytime I'm just like in that pining kind of mode. I'm like, I'm going to sing part of your world now. I'm like, I'm going to pull it up. Okay. Going to listen to it. Yeah. Um, and I did not have time to get into that this episode, but I don't like the Little Mermaid. So. <laughs> no, no. That's we'll get into that another day. But yeah, yeah. But like I, I'm not a big fan of it, but like I love that song a yeah. lot. Um Hawaiian roller coaster ride. That was on my short list. <laughs> Very fun. I don't know, and it sticks with me because it was in the Lewis Pitch movie. Like Yeah. Well, and it, it is just good. it's just good. Yeah, it's so good. Um and then the end of the movie, uh, the goofy movie, Eye to Eye, sung by Powerline, the, the like, incredible, the legend, the artist himself <laughs> of all time. Uh, and then I'm also going to pick a song from Aladdin, but also not <laughs> the romantic song. I'm going to pick Friend Like Me. Also a very, very good choice. Yeah. Because that song, um, like, slaps. I don't know. There's just something about when the genie gets a song that's just, that's a good time. Uh, no, yeah. Like, I chose Prince Ali. I think my second choice would have actually been One Jump Ahead, which, now that I think of One Jump Ahead, that's the song they did Jasmine's reprise for in the, like, musical I was in. But oh. it was, like, super slowed down and so. But anyways. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, so those ones were pretty easy to pick. Oh, you know what? We didn't really, like, talk about this movie, but, like, I'll Make a Man Out of You from Mulan. Like, that's queer culture. That's, <laughs> like, <laughs> such a good song. No, like, and laugh so I was hard. literally going to say a girl worth fighting for is on my short list. So. Oh my god. And then I'm gonna close it out with a song that makes me like cry, even though it's not a sad song, but a dream is a wish your heart makes. Um mm. like like a classic, so good. Um and I cry when I <laughs> listen to that song. And that's my list. Yeah. That's a pretty solid list.
thank you. We both had really good lists, I think. Yeah. So, all of that being said, it's like, love Disney, hate Disney. We live in America. It's inescapable. Um, exactly. <laughs> genuinely, as much like praise and stuff as I gave it through this, I'm in the hate Disney camp. <laughs> but, I'm in like a very complicated relationship with. Disney. No, exactly. But I am like. Basically, to end this, I'm like, if you're like a full blown Disney adult, leave. We do not. <laughs> we don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> they scare me but anyways all that being said you can follow us on twitter we're at breezy banter uh we post all of our episodes there that's also just the best place to like reach out to us with any comments suggestions or just to talk we love to talk obviously yeah. oh my God. we're two people with a podcast we like to talk but <laughs> Um, then you can join us for our next episode, kind of related to this. We're going to be talking about superheroes. Um, so I'm excited for that, excited for all of the like potential deeper dives that'll lead us to in later episodes. Um, so that's going to be super, super fun. All of that being said, thank you for listening. This has been Breezy Banter. <laughs>